Suspend your disbelief, your rational, analytic mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I am about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Hi, and welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. Welcome to New Mexico. Welcome to Germany. Welcome to New, uh, welcome to Arizona. If you can find lower prices anywhere, my name ain't Nathan Arizona. Ah, uh, well, welcome Nathan. Anyway, welcome to John's Tarot Podcast for uh, for this week. This week, I thought we would take a, another quick look at what's going on with uh, President Vladimir Putin, uh, President of Russia. And uh, how exactly, I got a couple articles we'll take a look at, and I get kind of confused because I read contradictory articles. One article says that uh, he's losing support. Another article says that he's, that he's maintaining support. So we'll take a quick look at those articles and we'll ask the tarot question. And for the UFO update for this week, I have an update, an interesting story, the Calvin UFO photo from Scotland. It's been missing for 30 years and suddenly makes a return. So we'll take a look at the Calvin mystery. So now let's move over to the, uh, to the articles on uh, President Vladimir Putin. Okay, so here's our first article. This is from Oh My Mag. It says, discontent is growing. Vladimir Putin's critics predict his downfall is likely. I'll read this one. It's a very short article. Since the outbreak of the Ukraine war, voices have been growing, even within Russia, against continuing what Vladimir Putin labeled as a special military operation. Could the resentments be so intense that the country will soon be governed by a different president? In an interview, Vladimir Ashimov, a close friend of Putin's critic, Alexei Navalny talked about a growing discontent within the Russian population. He explained that this was due to two factors. Fewer and fewer people understand why the war, which he himself described as unjustified and unprovoked, was being waged at all. In addition, the economic situation brought about by the war is responsible for the lack of understanding among the country's population. People don't understand what this war really is for. It was really uncalled for, unprovoked. So you don't see any visible signs, but the discontent is growing. And I see that this war has made Putin regime a more fragile rather than strong. The people under the Kremlin regime clearly express their dissatisfaction with the leader. Although earlier when the war broke out, there were thousands of people who took to the streets to protest. However, around 15,000 people were arrested and put into prison. And that'll stop you from protesting which discouraged the citizens from protesting against the war, Askarov shared with the Times Radio. We see many signs of discontent. There have been dozens of cases where recruitment centers for the Russian army have been burned. Well, that, that's not particularly good. You're burning uh, recruitment centers. And that's what the article says. 
Let's take a look at another article here. And this article, okay, it was printed on MSN uh, last Wednesday. It says, why Russian support for the war in Ukraine hasn't wavered. Uh, uh, ergo, my confusion. And this article is a little longer, so I'm not going to read the whole article. But it talks about how the, U how the, the Russian government main maintains uh, about 85%, 80% support for what's going on there. But they also maintain complete control over all media. And everything that's shown on television is uh, in support of Vladimir Putin. So net-net, they're, they're, they're continuing to support what's going on in Russia. And public sentiment in Russia is difficult to gauge, especially when expressing a position contrary to the state-controlled narrative can lead to arrest or worse. And remember those 15,000. The perception of any poll coming through your phone to any Russian person would be seen with suspicion. And if it's coming from the government, said Olga, Olga Kovalova, a fellow at the U.S.-based Foreign Policy Research Institute, yeah, so if they're calling you asking a poll, asking for polling numbers, you're not going to want to give them an honest answer because you might be receiving a knock on your door from KGB, open door. So what's really the truth? So let's ask the tarot. What is the Russian people's support for uh, the current president, Vladimir Putin, and his war in Ukraine? Now let's move on to the uh, UFO update for this week. Welcome to John's Tarot UFO update for this week. Part of my wild, weird, wonderful, and sublime. You know, it's just a lot of fun. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying doing it. With our background of the UFOs flying over Washington, D.C., I try to, with the theremin music, I try to give it that 1950s science fiction kind of look. Anyway, for this week, I have a quite an interesting story. It's a story of the Calvin UFO photograph. It's kind of an interesting story because uh, this has happened about 30 years ago, and I'm going to go ahead and read the story and, uh, and show the pictures. Now, let me get right to it. So here, here's the story. This is taken from uh, Newsweek magazine. It's a relatively short article, but it's a complex picture because it, it happens over 30 years ago. And uh, it, it's kind of hard to describe. The, the pictures kind of uh, change hands back and forth. And the actual people who took the pictures, they won't release that information. So it's kind of an interesting story. Let me go ahead and read the story. On August 4th, 1992, hikers near Calvin in Scotland took a photograph of a mysterious diamond-shaped flying object hovering in the middle of the sky. For 20, 32 years, that image, dubbed the Calvin photo, disappeared from the public eye, becoming the object of speculation, theories, and myths. But now, the groundbreaking image has finally resurfaced thanks to the efforts of British journalist David Clark. I'll go ahead and I'll include a link to the, the David Clark interview. After 13 years of research, Clark, who has worked as curator for Britain's National Archives and is currently an associate professor at Sheffield Hellman University, found that former Royal Air Force press officer Craig Lindsay had held onto a copy of the last remaining original print, waiting for someone to inquire about the mysterious image. So here's a photo of Craig Lindsay. The photo one of a series of six the hikers reportedly took, a diamond-shaped object, can 
can be seen flying in the sky, while a fighter can be seen spotted in the background not too far from it. It is the first time the public has had access to the elusive image, which has been described as the best UFO photo ever taken. Back in 1990, two hikers brought the photo to Scotland's Daily Record newspaper. Now, this is where it gets confusing for publication. But instead, the newspaper handed the image over to the British Ministry of Defense, what they call their MOD, which kept it secret until now. The Daily Record's picture editor at the time sent them to Craig Lindsay, who we have up here, who was the RAF press officer in Scotland. He passed a print to the Ministry of Defense in London. The Ministry of Defense in London then asked him to obtain the negatives. So he went back to the Daily Record, asked the Daily Record to send the negatives to London, which they duly did, quite amazingly. And that's when they disappeared. Isn't that a strange coincidence? Clark writes that the information linked to the photo kept together with the image should have normally been released by now, as 30 years have passed. But the identities of the two hikers who took the photos are still unknown and are not expected to be revealed before 2072, as the Ministry of Defense has cited privacy concerns. Oddly, despite all the publicity, the two chaps who took the photographs had never come forward, Clark told the newspaper. The negatives have never been since seen and they, since they reached the Ministry of Defense. Now the Ministry of Defense say that they returned them to the Daily Record, but the Daily Record say they never received them, and they have no idea what happened to them. So there's a lot of questions to be answered. So here is the original picture of the, the Calvin photo. You go, you can go online and take a look at the Calvin photo, and you'll see a copy of it that was done by uh, uh, Pope, uh, the UFO. He used to be the UFO investigator in, in London. I can't remember his first name, but this is the original picture. First time it's been seen since 19 for 30 years. Now, you can see the Harrier jet flying in the background. So there was a question. There was no Harrier jet stationed in Scotland during that time. Uh, there was also a question. Uh, is this UFO possibly a, a United States a secret project? You know, and there's been no answers to that. So if it's a secret, the United States is, isn't going to answer. So the question is, was this a USO, USA secret project? Or was this an actual UFO? So let's ask, go to the tarot and ask the question. Oh, what else am I... And, and if it was a, a UFO, uh, well, you know, why isn't the, uh, the Ministry of Defense, the MOD, releasing any information? So let's go over to the tarot page and take a look. You know, and as you look at me in this picture right here, you know, the original picture is a dream. And then when you put me inside this picture, inside of a picture... It's a dream inside a dream. Welcome to my dream. Okay, here we are at my tarot reading screen. And we're going to use the uh, tarot of dreams. Let me set it over here to the side. There we go. Let me gather the cards. And shuffle the deck. My ability to read tarot is a, is a gift. An expression of divine love. And I'm here to share it with you in that same spirit. My phone keeps ringing. I'm going to have to turn that baby off for a couple of minutes. All right. So, our first question. Now, let me tune in. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. 
All right, our first question. Five cards. I just keep it short, five cards, three cards, stuff like that, because it's a, I don't want this tough podcast to go on too long. So, what is the, what is the true feeling of the Russian people regarding their involvement in the Ukraine? What is the true feeling of the Russian people regarding their business in Ukraine? What is the true feeling of the Russian people regarding their involvement in the Ukraine? Okay, our first card. The six of coins. Oh, that's always usually a card of balance. So they're thinking it over. They're wondering if the if output is, is, is what they're putting out is worth what they're getting back. Anyway, let me lay them all out. It's easier for me to read if I see the whole story. Reading tarot is much like storytelling. You, just, you have the cards, you lay them out, and they tell a story. And then I, then I just tell the story. It's somewhat like uh, reading a newspaper, too because it just says what it says. Although it does take a little bit of a, I have a bit of a gift for it. I asked the other day, I, I was curious, where did I get this? It came on me so late in life. And I got the same answer I, I had gotten in the past. And that is I inherited it. So it's an inherited gift. It just came out, developed later in life. It's the second card, obstacle. Oh, how interesting, the ace of swords. In the past, Interesting. The world usually indicates the end of a cycle. What's helping? Why isn't this isn't this a revealing reading? We got the three of wands, and then the final card. What to expect? The, the, the that's the nine of wands. So our first card, the six of coins. As I was saying earlier, has to do with you see a guy holding a holding a balance with coins on it and offering a key. You know that the Russian people are taking on that's the Russian people in this reading, and they're wondering is this a balanced uh, output? Is this what we're putting out worth what we're going to get back? And they're also wondering about their leadership. You know, is is our support for him worth helping the country? Because the Russian people are 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 truly patriotic people, and they're ten, they're questioning this. They're looking at this, and they're wondering. And they're taking it all into consideration. And then the obstacle, the Ace of Swords, usually has to do with uh, cutting through, uh, cu- cutting through things in order to see the truth. The Russian people are acutely aware of the propaganda of their of their media. That's why they they reach out to reach other media sources. They do reach out to reach other media sources through the internet, and they have ways of doing it over there. So they are, you know, wondering is all the information they are receiving accurate? And as they look around to other sources in the world, and you know, the Ukraine is a Russian-speaking country, and they're wondering what are we doing in this Russian-speaking country? So they are taking it all into, uh, they're, they're cutting through the, the clouds, they're cutting through the propaganda, and they're taking an honest look at it and making an honest appraisal. And then in the past, you see the world. You know, the world usually has to do with uh, coming to the end of a cycle and beginning a new cycle. But it being in the past position here, I think it has to do with, uh, yes, it, this is the old way of statecraft in the past, invading another country and, and using violence 
in order to get your way. That is the old way of statecraft. And in what the world card is saying, the Russian people are thinking that this way of statecraft has come to an end, that this cycle of enforcing our, our views and our political aims is really obsolete and coming to an end. And it's no longer a, a helpful way of statecraft. And then we look at what's helping the three of wands. You see a guy there sitting, sitting on the dock looking at a ship. He's made some decisions and he's just waiting for the ship to come in. So he usually has to do with business decisions. You know, you've made some business decisions and you're waiting for those decisions to make fruition. Apparently, the Russian people have made some decisions and they're just kind of waiting, patiently waiting for things to develop. Uh, the, it doesn't look too good for Mr. Putin. And then what to expect, we have the Ten of Wands. And that's always the, uh, the veteran. The Russian people are veterans. They are all veterans. They're used to this type of thing going on in their country. They're used to this type of, dis of disruption. They're used to, um, I don't know how much economic problems they've been having with this. But they're, they're kind of, they're able to ebb and flow and find a way through these difficult situations due to the fact that they've had experience doing it. And they are very much, uh, like I said, patriots. Uh, they're very much willing to fight to defend their country and uh, to defend what, the, what they consider to be the motherland. But they're just really wondering about what's going on over in Ukraine. I don't see 100% support for what you, for what Mr. Putin is doing over there. So let me just review them. Uh, that was from top to bottom. Let's read from bottom to top. The Ukrainian people are veterans. They're used to this kind of chicanery. Uh, they're looking at us, the ace of swords. They're looking at outside sources of information. They're not believing everything that's coming down their way. And then the six of coins, they're wondering, uh, is this really worth it? Is this really worth what we're doing here? Uh, then as I read from left to right, we have the world in the past. You know, this is the old way of doing things, of enforcing uh, your, your political will on people using force. And uh, is this really is this really the way? That's the old style of doing it, and uh, it's not really. I'm not going to say it's not really working, but they're really saying they're really saying to themselves, "This is the old style. We we need we need to change our way of statecraft." into a new modern, a more modern type of thing. This old way has come to an end and it's no longer useful. Again, we come to the Ace of Swords. Yeah, they're looking through, they're looking through the propaganda in order to see the truth. And then the, the Three of Wands, you know, they're taking all this stuff into consideration before they make any final decisions. So that is how the Russian people are viewing what's going on over there. Let's go ahead and gather the cards. And we're going to do three cards on the Calvin. Well, I think I got to do a six card first. Let's ask, is the Calvin photo a true UFO? That's a yes or no. Six cards. Is the Calvin photo a true UFO photo? Uh, six of one, uh, yes and no questions. We have uh, swords and pentacles as a no, cups and wands as a yes. And then we throw out all the major arcana. So, is the Kelvin photo a true UFO from extraterrestrial sources? A true UFO photo? You know, because there has been discussion of governments interacting with UFOs. They could have had a 
They could have had a Harrier jet escorting a UFO, taking a look at it. There's reports of that 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 jet made like three passes around the UFO and before it departed. So, the Calvin photo is that a true is that a true extraterrestrial UFO photo? First card. The Five of Wands, that's a yes. Second card, the Fool. Uh, that's, that's the Major Arcana, we'll throw it out. Third card, the Sun, number 19, we'll throw it out, the Major Arcana. The High Priestess, you know what? This, this reading may uh, require a little deeper contemplation. So I have one yes. And then the fifth card is a no, the queen of coins. And then the sixth card is the queen of swords. So the tarot is telling me that uh, this is not a true UFO photo, not a photo of a true UFO. So let's gather the cards. Let's gather the cards again. Let's ask another question. Gather the cards. Is this photo a uh, yes or no again? Is this photo a picture of a, a United States secret project? Or is this actually a picture of a UFO of a United States secret project? Yes or no? Was this actually a picture of a United States secret project? No. Eight of Swords. I'm going to do a six card again. Yes or no? No. Six of Coins. Excuse me. Yeah, no. Six of Coins. No. Nine of Coins. So I have three no's. This wasn't a United States project. Strength card. So it's got to be a no. Swords, uh, Ace of Swords. No, it was a United. It was not a United States project. And then the final card, the Star card. Well, if it wasn't a United States project, secret project, what was it? All right. Well, I'm going to gather the cards. I'm going to do a third yes or no on this one. Gather the cards. Was this a? A UK secret project, a secret project of the UK, which they don't want to discuss, because it's funny the way all the photos have, have disappeared. You know, the, the Ministry of the MOD says, uh, oh, we gave it back to the newspaper. The newspaper says, oh, we never received it. We gave it to the Ministry of Defense. Uh, there's just too much chicanery going on here. Was this actually a UK secret project? First card. Oh, it looks like the Knight of Cups. That's a yes. Second card, Queen of Cups. That's a yes. Third card, Ace of Swords. That's a no. Fourth card, the High Priestess. I like these cards. These are pretty cards. And the fifth card, we throw out the High Priestess. Uh, the Coins, Nine of Coins. So that, that's a no. So I have two no's and two yeses. Final card. Was this a UK 
United Kingdom secret project. And I have, no, it was not, the Four of Swords. Oh, I am baffled. According to the tarot, it wasn't a U.S. project. It wasn't a U.K. secret project. And it wasn't a UFO. Let's gather the cards. I'm going to ask one more time. Three cards. What did this represent? And what did this photo represent? And three cards. What did this photo represent? First card. The nine of coins. <clears throat> Excuse me, the second card. The eight of wands. The third card. The six of wands. Well, our first card here. What, what actually does this picture represent? As we look at the uh, the nine of coins, uh, this is a, a card of grace. It's a, a one in a million, one in a thousand. Uh, these guys who took this picture, these two guys, they they were they were lucky. They were one in a thousand, one in a million, just to catch that picture. So they were very lucky, very fortunate in order to catch that picture. That's also the the pick the card I get what talks about the inheritance if you had inherited but it doesn't have to do with inheritance in this this picture it has to do with they were very lucky one in a million to catch this picture the seven of wands that happened very quickly they were it it just happened they're out there taking a walk on the moors and uh, the thing flew by and they they took a picture of it and it happened really quickly i remember when i read the story they hid in a tree there was a small tree line they hid in a tree line and they watched it for a couple of minutes as all these things transpired uh, and it it, ha- it happened so quickly they didn't have time to think about it and then the the six of wands has to do with victory triumph uh yeah they they got these guys did it they, they were uh they caught a picture of something they weren't supposed to catch catch a picture of, and it was a victory. It's a triumph. Now, what it is, the tarot's not saying. So the secret just remains. So for this week, that ends uh, John's Tarot Podcast. Goodbye, Professor Marvel, and thanks a lot. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm glad you could turn in. You know, and for next week, I'm working on, uh, well, I don't know what's going to be next week or the week after. I'm going to do another interview with my friend, Roseanne. Uh, I'm working on doing it, uh, uh, internet interview, as a kind of a precursor to doing uh, live interviews in the f- future and posting those. So we'll see how, if I'm able to get that done for next week. If not, go ahead and send me in some questions, and we'll see what we will, we'll see what we could see as we look behind the veil you know, this uh, UFO question just remains a mystery. Enjoy the mystery, and I will see you all again next week. Bye-bye.